Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Come on, you yellows Flying high below the Wembley Archway sky today Welcome to the original, the Talker United Yellow Army podcast brought to you each week by Guy Henderson and Richard Hughes of the Herald Express and Devon Live. We'll talk you through the latest news from Plainmore, we'll chat to the people making the news around the club. You can find us in the Talker United channel on the Devon Live website, on Spotify and on iTunes. We wish you a Merry Christmas, podcast listeners. Yeah. We're here uh, after Gary's press conference with another Yellow Army podcast. There's myself, there's Richard and welcome Dave. Nice to see you both again and uh, compliments of the season. Oh, very, 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 much. very nice. Um, it's been quite, quite a week. Uh, a good win, a postponed game that left us all very frustrated. Yeah. And a fans forum left me really annoyed because it was literally just after I sent the back page of the paper. Myself. <laughs> we were all in that boat. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I had to get it back again, but fortunately it was just in time. Fortunately, it was just before I set off for Taunton. So uh, <laughs> one or two fans did go, but seemed to have had quite a pleasant evening of it in Taunton. Yeah, uh, Mr. Paul Bastard, yeah, uh, um, senior uh, senior citizen from Altrincham, as many of the United of fans course. will know, luckily waited until. The news yeah, came through before yeah. setting out down the M6. He's done this before, hasn't he? It was yeah, about. Well, I, I texted him and said, "I hope you haven't, I hope oh, you haven't left. left, or I hope you didn't get too far." And he said, "No." As soon as I saw, I decided to hang on for a verdict. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this week's podcast, we've got World Cup coins. Whee! Thanks to Mike Griffiths. Thank you, Mike. As a Christmas present to us, he has presented us with these World Cup coins, which are in the middle of the table. We'll open them later on. Because Mike's joke is always, could be a Bobby Moore. And we haven't had a Bobby Moore yet, have <laughs> I don't we? Think, I don't think it's going to be a Bobby Moore. You don't right. know. This is from yeah, 1970 is World Cup. Yeah. 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 Um, Esso. Other, other, other fuel brands are available. Esso brought out um, a, a collection and our great friend Mike... Um, Seems to have quite a lot of them hanging around his loft somewhere. I think he's and, minting um, these in his house in Totnes and, yeah, and, and making uh, fresh so, ones. So we, we can get the little scissors out and we see who is in there. It could be Colin Bell, it could be Jeff Astle. Be Franny Lee. I had Jeff Franny Astle. Lee. The last one I had was Jeff Astle. Wow, the last one you? Mike sent yeah, me was Jeff yeah. Astle. That chance against Brazil. I know. Takes us all back. There'll be a quiz. Don't take me back, I was one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
There will be a quiz later on in which you two gentlemen will have to answer a couple of questions uh, and there's a penalty shootout. Even if it doesn't end in a draw, we'll do the penalty shootout. I did say to guys like who were driving back from the training ground just now, you and your car, Dave, that I, I'd love the quiz more, but I dread it because it's against you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'll be fine. It'll be absolutely I'll, fine and people can play Never, never, ever. <laughs> we'll, um, we'll talk about the Always kick forward. a man when he's Yes, yes. <laughs> We'll talk about the fans forum later on. We'll talk about the strange case of Sean Donnellan's departure from the club. Sounds which like is, a Sherlock Holmes mystery. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, there's, there's not saying there's anything particularly weird about it, but it's something that I haven't come across before. So we'll uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later on. But first, we've been up at the training ground this morning. A bit windy, wasn't it? Press conference, very windy up there. Yeah. Very windy. Windier for the players. Yeah. 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 Reese Lovett walked in with a very <laughs> thoughtful look on his face, <laughs> looked up at the <laughs> the uh, um, the columns bending in the wind and went, oh, not another one. <laughs> it's going to be one of those. Uh, so let's go off and, and hear what the gaffer had to say. He was uh, very, very chatty this morning. Yeah. So um, make yourself a cup of coffee and we'll be back on the other side of Gary Johnson. Hey, it's obviously a disappointment that the Taunton game was postponed on Tuesday night. So what better place to start than a dramatic win over Hemel Hempstead on Saturday? Yeah, it was dramatic. Um, and we were, of course, disappointed to be 2-0 down. It was, we felt it was a penalty. I haven't spoken to Mark about it, but it certainly looked like one. Um, then they got their uh, second goal and we got our backs to the wall a little bit. But it does show the uh, passion and the... Uh, in the players and in the team at the moment, but they certainly didn't give up. Um, and we got two goals back fairly quickly before half time. Uh, two good goals, and uh, it was great for our skipper to, uh, to get the winner in the 90th minute or whatever it was, you know. So and it, it made for a great ending. So if you get a good ending, then the yeah, supporters go home and feel they've had value for money and seen five goals, three from their own team. And uh, it was a great great atmosphere and a great moment when Mox struck it in. You could see the passion of them trying to get on the end of the ball because it was a, a recycle from a corner. It came back out to Brett eventually. And he had a fantastic cross and three people dived at it. One was Theo, um, just missed it. Ross just missed it, ended up in the back of the net. And then Mox was determined to get you know, on the end of it. Um, and he hit the post. He up, the ball went in the net. He hit, he hit, he hit the post. Good, it was that way round. Um, yeah, and it was a fine finish because that's like four, four wins on the top in the league. And we, we've been desperately trying to get a, another run together. And it's seen us you know, pop in at second place. And, creeping up with it, you know, on, onto the leaders. Because um, what you want, you want to put the leaders, the leading group under pressure, and certainly Oval, you know, looking, looking behind. But it's, it's early yet to worry about one team. Um, but so we're, you know, we're ready to keep going. And we've just got to hope to get a few more players back as soon as we can. I'm sure you'll ask me the question. Um, so that we've, you know, we've got, more people to choose from and, uh, and more options. But uh, credit to the boys that have been playing regular. They've uh, put in a great stint and 
and they've done very well. Now, obviously, you mentioned that uh, it was Brett McGavin's fantastic delivery that set up the winner's source. It's equally disappointing, especially when you talk about getting players back that will have late second yellow card for Brett McGavin will mean that he misses the next game. What's your thoughts on that? Well, he shouldn't be missing the, the, the next game. You know, if, uh, if you go to prison because somebody's accused you of something and then you're found innocent, you come out. You know, uh, unfortunately in football, <laughs> um, you know, you, you're guilty and then if they prove and when they prove, because they will, that he's innocent from kicking the ball away, then you still have to do the punishment, which is, I can't, you know, I think that you can get, you can ask for, um, you know, the, the powers, the refereeing powers would be to look at it, but it's always like, a few days or a week later, but they don't get off if they say that they agree with us that it shouldn't have been now sending on. He got the first booking quite rightly, um, but he got booked the, the second time for uh, kicking the ball away. And if when they review it, they'll see that um, the ref blew his whistle um, a couple of a second or so after Brett had kicked the ball. So he definitely wasn't kicking it away, um, and if you you know if you pause it, the ball's five yards away from Brett. Pause the video, so he's already kicked it when the referee blew his whistle at that, at that at that sort of point. You know what I mean? So um, so it wasn't as though Brett heard the whistle and he kicked the ball away. So that's that's how we how we see it, and I'm sure it's how the authorities. So it's shame because he's been, he's been doing very well, but it gives somebody else now an opportunity to come in and uh, prove themselves. And on that note, are people going to prove themselves? I'm going to ask the question like you've just alluded to. Ahead of a busy, festive schedule, how are things looking out with the other knocks in the camp? Um, some are getting closer, and um, you know, we say that every week. Um, but we knew that they were all sort of three, four, five, six, seven weeks sort of away, some of them. Um, and we just have to, to, to wait and see, you know, even if some of those are ready injury-wise, they're not going to be fit if you've been out for two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. So we've got to almost give them a, um, a very sharp pre-season first. We've got to get them on the grass or on the astroturf in, in our case, um, where we train, and, um, and get them fit again. Um, the greatest thing is, is while these boys are doing well, you're not panicking. You, know, you haven't got to play somebody that could break down again. So um, you know, we're, uh, we're happy with the, with the group that we're choosing from at the moment. One player, of course, you won't be uh, choosing from for the um, for now on, it will be Sean Dunham, who's now gone to Livingston. As good as Sean has been in his performances for the club, actually coincides actually with a really good run for you, the players that have been picked. Does that mean that there's not quite so much urgency to plug that gap with him going out the door now? No, I think uh, Ross Marshall's done well there when he's played there. Uh, Dylan Crow has come back from heaven. Playing well, uh, so you know he he deserves his chance in the squad. 
and so we're, we're, we're pleased with him. Um, so, yeah, we're just waiting. Um, you know, Sean's gone and he was our regular uh, fallback, but that's a situation we found ourselves in. People can sign somebody on a pre contract uh, before the time, and uh, so once somebody's decided to go, then of course you, you look past that person to play somebody else who's going to be here for the rest of the season. So that's important for people to know that. He done well for us, he played in every game he was fit for. Um, and you know, he's, we wish him well up at uh, up in Scotland. So um, yeah, so can I answer your question? And finally, looking ahead to Chelmsford, it was a very competitive game and playing more earlier in the season. I imagine that you're going to be looking at a very similar scenario up at their place on Saturday. Yeah, they, they t- you, you've got you've got to make them all tough. You know, you've got to say games are going to be tough because you've got to make sure you go to these places, um, whether it's at home or away, with uh, a good attitude. Um, and a desire to win the game, not just in your head thinking, oh, we're going to win this. You know, and we make sure that the lads, we don't take the confidence away from them, uh, because of course that's not what you do. But they can't be overconfident once you start winning. Every game extra that you win means that you're under more pressure to win the next one and the next one, because the law of average says you're not going to go through the rest of the season winning every game. So we, we just try and get them primed to say, you know, we've had four great wins, we're in second place, now we've got to push on, we've got to keep that going. And we've got to make sure that, you know, everyone's seen now that in this league, you know, we said people were having a go at me saying about, well, me saying they're all monk, there's no monk teams. You know, well, I think everybody's seen and knows about football. There isn't any much teams, and you've got to play well. Eleven men have got to play well to, to win football matches. Um, and you know, we, we've, we've got into a habit at this moment in time of winning football matches. It's been hard work getting here. We've done all we can, the players have done all they can. And uh, it's coming to a bit of fruition. And win, lose or draw, we've got a um, Christmas period that's quite exciting now. Um, and that's where we want the club and ourselves want it to be. Just going back for a moment to Sean, I hadn't heard he was involved in some sort of pre-contract before leaving the club. I hadn't heard of that before. Is that a, a common thing? It's not common and it can only be done from England to Scotland. Okay. So, um, uh, and that's, that's why you probably haven't heard it before. And it was new to us. So, you know, the first we heard about it was when the Livingston manager spoke to me and um, we didn't have a choice. No. There was no choice, you know, because it's a pre-contract that starts January the 1st. And of course, you know, as I say, you're going to play somebody who's going to be here, or hoping to be here for uh, the rest of the season, but um, it was certainly no, no fallout with anybody, it was just the circumstances. Um, we've all had a look at the, the forum, with the, um, the four of you uh, facing out the cameras on YouTube. Yeah. Really interesting, did, from a supporter's point of view, a really valuable interesting. thing to do. Is that good or bad? Oh, no, it was good. I'll say what you mean. Huh? Do you think it was um, worthwhile from your point of view? 
absolutely worthwhile. I thought, you know, I've obviously watched it. Um, and sometimes you relish those sort of situations because as I've always said, those four people that were sitting there are genuine people. And, you know, you, you, you try and be uh, honest with everybody. There's, of course, some things you cannot put out there in the public domain for whatever reason. I know everybody wants to know everything, but it's in those everybody's, those people that want to know that. It's in their interest because we don't want to uh, demise our football club or do something that uh, is not good for our football club to put it out there in the big wide world. Um, but we try and, we definitely say it as it is. And that gave us the opportunity on a, on a few things to just say how it is. The club's going to build, the club's happy internally, absolutely. And, um, you know, nice to uh, have a chat with Clark because you speak to him on the, on the phone. And he, his personality probably is not known that much to, to people and, and his reasons for coming, you know, coming here. And, uh, but we know them, you know what I mean? And uh, so I, I thought it was a good, a good chance, a good opportunity and a, and a good way to say what's actually happening. Do you know what I mean? Good or bad and just everybody was honest, I think, I believe in, their, in our answers. And uh, hopefully if it, you know, if it gets a few more people being positive to, towards the club, then that's what, what the aim what the aim is. Gary, the, um, there's a moment in the video where George Edwards obviously says that you are the best man for the job and he never ever thought any different. That must give you confidence uh, and a, a kind of feeling of stability. Yeah, it, it does. Um, but that's not the first time that he's told me. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, uh, <clears throat> you, you, you might say, you know, you sure you're right, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sure, of course. But uh, we talk, we do, we talk every day. Um, and there's certain people I have to talk about regarding we need to change the contracts, or we need to move them out, or, we, you know, there's, there's lots of things that we, uh, we talk about. But I know he appreciates the situation, I know Clark does, uh, and Mel, of course. And they know that I appreciate what they're trying to do. And, and I'm desperately, you know, we're trying very hard to give them what they need to move on, which is what we all want, you know what I mean? So, yeah, but it is nice. But he sees it like as a front row seat, you know what I mean? He sees what we do. He sees all the, you know, the, the work that goes into doing what we do. As he said, you know, it, was, it took us two years to get almost where we wanted to get. And then we have to, as I said in the video, we've got to keep, we've got to keep building because that's a, the type of club that we are. Do you know what I mean? You can't give five-year contracts to somebody in case it doesn't work out because often we're taking chances on younger lads, which is, look how young our lads are now, and yet we've been on a seven wins out of eight or eight out of nine or eight out of ten, whatever it is. Um, so yeah, we, we, we believe in each other and you know, that's probably why you all work for the same company for a few years, ever since I've been here, you've been wherever, 
So you obviously trust the people you work for and they trust you. I don't know why, but they do. Such <laughs> <laughs> <So> mean. <laughs> well, with Sean was obviously under contract to us. What was the, has there been any financial benefit from us moving to them? Um, well, nothing's been state, stated as to whether whether Livingston are. Well, no, with the deal is is undisclosed, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And they're undisclosed for for a reason. Right. But if somebody's out of contract um, at the end of the season, yeah. Scott Scotland coming in and saying, look, Sean has signed a pre-contract. Yeah. What, what what do you what do you ask for? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, all you can do um, <clears throat> is put something on the end of it sometimes, you know, if things like if they stay up or play a certain amount of games or whatever, you could do that. Um, but you're, you're also um, taking, uh, that's somebody's wage that you have, which yes. is a good wage, is one of our uh, that, big That's what I'm going to ask you the next question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you can take, take that and use that for someone else. Because, yeah. At the end of the day, so that, that that becomes quite quite a bit of money. Yes. For somebody that has already decided that he wants to leave. Yeah. yeah. And that's something you that's presumably in your mind. Uh, yeah, of course. To, it is, to, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. me. If, if somebody's <coughs> not happy, you can't play them because they're not. Yeah. They're not no, I meant, I meant obviously using his wage to maybe go and get somebody else or, or yeah, you know whatever. But you don't want to, you know. You can't fight that anyway. So no, no, somebody no, 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 who's allowed to mm. signs a free contract, yeah. a, a pre contract, what, what can you do? Do you know yeah. what I mean? You say, yeah, we want 100 grand. They go, yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, but, uh, and then we can use that to do whatever we, we yeah. need to do. Yeah. Anyway, but that well, that's not the reason, because if he hadn't signed a pre contract, he'd still be here. Yeah. And he'd still be playing for us. Yeah. 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 Um, if somebody had said to you uh, um, six, eight weeks ago that you'd be without all the players that you're out without and you're putting out an attack with an average age of 14 or whatever it is, um, and they'd put this sort of run together, yeah. um, do you feel that you, you always work on your squads and you always work on your players and they tend to get better and better as the season goes on mentally and, and physically? Do you feel that that's been a factor? Have you seen your younger players running around and getting results and thinking they're getting it? Is that something that, that you spot happening yeah, uh, again? First thing you've got to spot is their ability. Yeah. The next thing is, because we are so young, you mentioned 14. Not I'm taking the mic. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. when Moxie comes back in, it then goes up to 38. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The average. Yeah. It goes up to 80. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. But um, the young lads, yeah, they need to learn, and that's why we get players. I think you know, Clark mentioned it in, in, in the video. We get players because people know that we develop players. And one day, if you want me to give you the list of all the uh, no. loans we that, know we've, them all. that yeah. we've helped and yeah. improved, yeah. and then gone back and played in either their own club's first team, and people do respect our club yeah. as, a, as a good place for 
people to learn. And the more we have we have them, the more they pick up. Yeah. The more sometimes it's their first time away from home, all that sort of stuff. And we we even make a man of them and they do great or we send them back. Yeah. You, know, you can't do it to everyone, but um, I would say eighty percent, maybe more, of our loans have been successful yeah. and, and doing very well in the game at the moment. And it's just, uh, you, you know, watching last Saturday particularly, uh, um, I mean, I, I didn't, wasn't, not many of us were at Dartford, so that's probably the last real blip, that even with these younger players in the team, and you're talking about Ollie Tomlinson, Archie Harris, um, uh, uh, Will Jenkins Davies now, yeah. Ethan Archer, you know, these are all very young yeah. players yeah. at the start of their yeah. careers. Even when they have a bit of a setback, yeah. they don't look as if they're going to... No cave in and, and, and collapse, which is very important in this league, isn't it? The, the, the ability to ride out yeah. the sort of situation we had last Saturday against Hamill and, and, um, and get over it. It's a, it's a man's league, yeah. that's what it is, and there's a lot of experience out there. But there's no substitute for quality, No. and these lads have got quality, um, and uh, while we're helping them, they're helping us. Yeah. You know, I mean, People sometimes moan about our recruitment and they moan that we brought in well, some. It's what you mean, I don't look at it as you know, but um, some people were worried, let's say that, about bringing in Ethan Archer from, you know, uh, League Six or whatever it is, you know. The A club not many of us had heard of. No, well, exactly. <laughs> yeah. and, and, you know, I don't want to be disrespectful, but me neither. Yeah. Um, but, you know, our, recruitment man's Pete and a lot of people say that he doesn't do anything and what's he doing? If if we actually, you know, put out a statement of actually what he does and where he goes and who he recommends to us. And I can trust him because he's worked with me since I first started. And we've had some great players and Ethan's gonna be another one that you know there's a lot of twenty year olds that suffered through the COVID because it was, all their leagues were cancelled. Um, and so they, you know, they'd been lost to the game, but they weren't lost to us. So we knew at the right time, you know, there was two or three of the couple you couldn't get. And uh, Ethan you know, came in and I think he's done, he's done really well and he's, he's going to be a good player. Good chap with Gary. We're back in the mean streets of Paynton, as you can yeah. probably hear the siren going past. You won't sell much ice cream going at that speed. No, he won't. No. The old ones are the best. <laughs> now, before we proceed, we should open our first World Cup coin. Well, I brought them round as a, a, a mic something to me, and uh, I know he's uh, very keen for you to uh, uh, have the extra little thrill over Christmas of <laughs> opening on a 1970 folks. World yep. Cup coin. Live to on see air. who is it. I don't, many of our listeners will remember that. Um, yep. The England's... The big great debate of whether that was a, a better squad than the mm. one that actually yeah. won the World Cup in '66, and the uh, wonderful game against Brazil, Bobby yeah. Moore against Pele, and what, and, what um, would have happened if Gordon Banks had been fit to play what, in that quarter final? Uh, and, and the quarter final, obviously, when yeah. we were two up against West, Germ West Germany in those days, and lost three two. Um, and uh, most people, I think, think it was the best ever yeah. World Cup. Yeah, and that Brazil were probably the best ever team to win it, and uh, that year. Um, but uh, yeah, um, 
Let's do Let's it. Let's see Here we go. who's in there. The England. This is the first England of two. Squad. There you go. And, and and we'll have to guess very quickly. Go on, have we'll, a go. We'll try and guess when you've had a look at it. Is he a forward or a defender? He's a defender. Oh. Funnily enough, um, uh, some. Colin Harvey. Was he a defender? He was. Defender. Uh, well, he was a, he was a wing. Keith half, Newton, wasn't he? No, it's neither of those. Terry Cooper. No. He he would have played. I believe if I've got the right player, he would have been playing at the time for a London club. Alan Mullery. Mm. No, he was a midfield player, wasn't he? Um, I think so I, player, I was a player that you would guy. often overlook. Yeah, well, I was only Ooh, one, so right. that's me up. Uh, funnily me enough, out I was told the other day that one player, for, for whatever logistical reason, who played in that World Cup, never got on one of these coins. He was left out for some reason, right? whether he was a late selection or yeah. not, I don't know. And that was Brian LeBone. Okay. Um, whether that's true or it's not. Definitely not, not Brian it's definitely not Brian <laughs> LeBone. It's definitely not Brian because he didn't play. He played for a London club, a defender. So he wasn't one of the... Well, he must have played because I think only two or three people didn't play. Mm. Alex Stepney didn't play. Um... Um, who was it? Who was it? Oh <laughs> I tried to have club, a look, but I club, glasses. Club guy? Arsenal. Peter Story. Peter Simpson. Oh, Peter Simpson. Ooh, Peter, Peter Simpson. Simpson. Peter Sim he was Arsenal, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Great. Right. Peter Simpson. Thank you. So we'll have we'll so another got, one so I've later, got on. Bobby Moore later on. You've got yeah. Bobby Moore yeah, yeah. later on. Let's crack on with the podcast then. Let's talk briefly about the Hemel Hempstead game. Mm-hmm. Because there were things to pick up from that. Um, to go 2-0 down so quickly. I mean, the penalty, as we've said this morning, as we've heard people say this morning, not much doubt that it was a penalty. Didn't think it was a penalty at the time, but then from that angle, it's difficult to tell. And then when you look at the video that is on the, the club's website, so from so far away, you can't tell. No. So And you couldn't, we, see, we did you ask, couldn't see from the pop side because it was happening on the yeah, other side. Of yeah, Mark we did Holster. ask Gary about it. And they, him and Aaron, Aaron perhaps even more think, thinks it was a I think there's nobody arguing about it. Yeah. Is there? Um, no. uh, my, my instinct at the time was, why didn't the lad shoot? Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. was through. And But Aaron, talking about it today, said that, in fact, by the time he got the ball under control, there wasn't much gap between him and Mark Halstead coming off his line. And yeah. then he goes past yeah. him. And I, I must say, in those <clears> first few minutes, I we all looked at each other a bit thoughtfully. Um, it's sort of smacked as that of that awful first 20 minutes against Welling when they were mm. one up and mm. it looked like we were all over the place. It was and it was Dartford like for yeah, a little while there. Yeah, yes. well, you were yeah. you were there, um, but uh, and this is we we had a chat about it, didn't we, Gary? Today that that all credit to the this very young side. Mm. Uh, if, yeah. you if you take out Mr. Moxie. Um, <laughs> he's going to get us for this, you know. He one day, the, all this joking about his age, he looks, he looks going to take us to one side, doesn't he? <laughs> well, when, when, when you think that Callum Thomas wasn't even born when he started his career, um, you know, yeah. it's extraordinary, yeah, isn't yeah. it? That, that um, who was but, I? Oh, so <laughs> <laughs> but th this very young side, particularly in attack. Mm -hmm. um, they didn't go, they didn't collapse, no. they didn't go under, they hung in there. It, very, very important for, to get a goal back fairly quickly, which yeah. Ryan Hansen did. Then to, then obviously the equaliser, and they go on and win. Yeah. Um, and all credit to them. I mean, the celebration of the winning goal told you a lot, didn't yeah. it? I mean, yeah. I, Gary, I know Gary reads a lot into the celebrations. He watches, he sees which players join in. 
and which okay. players don't join in. He said that a couple of times, and, and there was no doubt that it was a team goal. Everybody. Hell of a cross. The, the, yeah. the picture I used Hell of a cross yeah. by, oh, by, by McGavin. Yeah. A corner half cleared out. I think De Silva, Dylan, recycles it and gets it out to him. And he sticks, he sticks it right where the defence. I thought it was good at the time, it. but watching the video, um, it's, it's a, a hell it's of a great cross. cross. It it's comes so in, dangerous. It yeah. comes in fast at kind of yeah. waist height, yeah. doesn't and it's it? slightly yeah. diagonal as well. It's yeah. one of the, you yeah. know, without going down the corridor of uncertainty. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Somebody did road. say that on the radio. But, but it's a, it's just a, it's yeah. just a great cross yeah. in the circumstances, and somebody has to get on the end yeah. of it, and. And it's, Mr. Moxie did, yeah. um, and it was a privilege to be right behind it. You know, where, wherever you are in the ground, sometimes you get to be right behind a shot or across and that. And I was right behind Brett as he hit mm. that, and you could see it. I've got, in. I've got Dexy's Midnight Runners in my head, and I'm singing Dino mm. instead Dino, of Gino. Dino, Dino. So, <laughs> and then, of course, that wasn't the end of the mm. um, episode because we, Mr. McGavin. Then get sent off yeah. in stoppage time, uh, which we all think, uh, Gary mentioned it straight after the game, uh, it wasn't for the tackle. No. Um, well, he, he wasn't involved he in the tackle. tackle. And he didn't even make no. the tackle anyway. No. Um, and all the evidence we're, we're told, and people have listened to it back, that everybody in the club has listened to it back, is that the whistle hadn't even gone when he's mm. flicked the ball away. So he was he um, was booked for a second. The, 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 Gary's not disputed the first yellow. No, no. Uh, he's booked for the second yellow for kicking the ball away when in fact he'd already kicked the ball before the, the whistle ball, was the blown. Was still in so play. therefore yeah. that is a huge mistake yeah. and yet they still can't be bothered to look at it again to, to stop him it's, being, it's this stop very him being um, suspended for a game. Yeah. Yeah. So afterwards they'll say, oh yeah, we made a mistake, but he's already missed the game. It's this very strange thing whereby you cannot appeal against a, yellow against card, a red card, yeah. you can't appeal against a yellow. So as Gary was saying today, in the rest of the world, you get accused of something, you're convicted, you get locked up, you're then proved innocent and you get out. Uh, not, not not all over the world, but I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the real world that sort of thing um, and in football yeah. you can be convicted of something then be proven innocent and, and you don't get out you still have to do your time yeah right? so well, you've done your time um, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, he'll be out for Chelmsford on, uh, that's Saturday. a big miss isn't it he's been playing it so is. well he's, he's been oh, our best player for, yeah. for a month and a half and now. just to, sorry to butt in just to clarify the thing if we'd been playing in the National League yeah. he would have been suspended for Tuesday night's game at yeah. Taunton but here we go, great old National League that we're in. There's different rules from the National League North but, and South to the National League. Get your heads around that, but lads. What, what on earth is that? I mean, are they thinking that well, it gives the team we are now We are now in the rules that, that local football uses. Mind-boggling. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's a week. Yeah, yeah That's yeah. a week. So yeah. seven days, so it gives you time to yeah. get someone yeah. in. Yeah, so, or, yeah. So anyway, the top and bottom is that Brett McGavern will be... Um, suspended for Saturday's match at Chelmsford and as you say guy, that's yeah. it's a big mess isn't it yeah 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 um, mind you he, he had racked up a few bookings during the course of the season yes. um, all right it's past the cut-off place so he's, he's not yeah. due a suspension on, on the t on the totting up process but um, yeah it's, he's playing he's playing he's playing pretty well at the moment he's doing well before we leave the Hemel game which we must because we've got a lot to we have much to discuss uh, man of the match Ethan Archer was named man of the match I thought he had a really good game it's the best we've seen him you know to actually to be in the right place at the right time to bundle the goal in he I was just going to say <laughs> I, I, I was afraid of using the word bundle but then I noticed the talkie official website had used the word yeah. bundle so I think I did as well <laughs> I mean it's not a goal 
it's a bit he'll, sad, he'll, isn't it? Yeah. He'll have a long career and he'll score mm. a lot of goals, and he it, won't. Honestly, he, it was an equaliser. However, yeah. it goes in, in. It was perfect. Yeah. I thought. He did had everything that really Steve game. Cooper hit perfectly? <laughs> going exactly. in. No. Did Steve all Cooper was the in, in yeah. fact, from the first touch, I thought it was going wide, and yeah. I think he did really well to steer it back on course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I was delighted for him. But I, I agree with, uh, we were talking earlier on, I agree with you that my man of the match, but head and shoulders, was Ross Marshall. Yeah. I thought yeah. Ross Marshall had a I did, great I, I, game. I, 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 that's what I would go yeah. for. Um, uh, I'm not saying he was head and shoulders of everybody else, mm. because it wasn't one. It wasn't a great, great performance by the whole team. It was good enough and it won on the day and happy days. But I thought Marshall was really good and I think he's done better and better over the last few yeah. weeks and months. He's had a difficult time. We all know his disciplinary on the pitch mm. problems. Yeah, um, taking a lot of his a lot of question marks and yeah. his eyesight um, problems off of it. And, and, and it's incredible this story about his, his eyesight. And the more you talk to him about it, the more you realise, mm. as he says, he said, "How I was ever walking around yeah. and functioning with with." But of course, he he was used to it. You, yeah. you can get used <coughs> you to, it, to the eyesight. You, yeah. you compensate. Yeah. And he said, ever since the operation in the summer, he, he's suddenly seeing everything and I think we've referred to that before haven't we so good for him yeah um, this, this right back position is suiting him as well isn't yeah, it he's Sean getting Donald forward who? quite a lot yeah, <laughs> yeah, but he's getting forward a lot which he seems to enjoy yeah he, he was getting very forward yeah. actually on yeah. Saturday yeah. he's very he's a very committed player we've yeah. all seen that right from the word go he may have got things wrong from time to time which has landed him in trouble but yeah. it, there's there's never been any doubt about his commitment and his 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 no. uh, desire all those football words that people use these mm. days um, and um, you know he, he's he's obviously more comfortable in his own game now we, um, we old fogies yeah. quite like a central defender who picks up a booking now and then don't we uh, there's usually some, <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a worry if they don't yeah uh, Taunton waterlogged Tuesday. Did you see the video? That no, I haven't. But it's it no surprise. No it was surprise. it was terrible weather in the run up yeah. to that game. The, the the interesting thing about that, obviously, it's annoying for Torquay that we couldn't get the points on the board, etc. But we'll get that we'll get that game played later on. February it's, the thirteenth. Right. That's the okay. Yeah. The interesting, almost Valentine's Day. The interesting thing about that is Taunton really needed to get that game on because it, from what we can gather, they're not in a good shape off the field at the moment and uh, I think a, you know, they've already sold those tickets and they've already had the money and yeah, the, the further away the further down the line that you put that game and the expenses in, increase on the day because it'll be a big earner for them because well it has already been a big earner yeah. that's the point I see what yeah. you mean yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but Torquay have sold their allocation tickets it's a sellout yeah. the, the away tickets mm. so they've it's, got a big the, that and coming that, that's probably, probably their biggest game of the season maybe Bath might Yeovil, Taunton, uh, Yeovil, Yeovil on, but, yeah. which is uh, I think it's there on New Year's Day. Yeah, that, that, uh, but they need the money from those, and if, they, yeah. if they've already got it, and then they've got to put yeah. it on further down the line when they spent that money, then it's. It was interesting that they, from a football point of view, a purely football point of yeah. view, I don't think either club will look at it as a disaster. Um, Taunton have won one in nine. Yeah, they've just allowed Jay Fulston, one of their best players, to go to Taunton on uh, to Yeovil on mm. loan for the rest of the season. Which kind of you know 
That's right. I didn't realise that. That's makes you uh, raise an eyebrow. I'm, I'm sure. So I think from a football point of view, it might not have been a disaster for them. They're in a bit of a lean spell at the moment. Uh, Richard may be quite right about the yeah. off-field stuff. And of course, we, although we're in a good run at the moment, Torquay are still carrying a massive injury list. Oh. And um, uh, I think United would have been more than happy to take them on on Tuesday mm. with the form that they're yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, when the teams meet again on February the 13th, you know, hopefully United will be uh, yeah. personnel-wise even stronger, you yeah. know, than they are now. Um, so I mean, I'm, I'm presuming... It was interesting that, sorry about it, that... that the statement was a precautionary pitch inspection. Yeah, yeah, no. And yeah. I thought, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, if the pitch is that bad, I mean, let's face it, it could have rained all day Tuesday and it would still have been on at Playmore. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's, and that's not a criticism of Yeovil, that's just the, the situation of the two yeah. clubs. Yeah. There was um, standing water anyway, on the pitch, though. You could see in the video there, yeah. was, there were yeah. puddles of standing water on the pitch. But there you go. So Chelmsford see you in on February. Saturday. Yeah. Um, we beat them 2-1 on September the 9th good game. Gavin good it game. was a good game yeah. they were tough too yeah. Yeah. I think I think this was the game do you remember we went to the press conference the week after and I think one of the Talking United press boys said we nicked it and Gary wasn't very pleased <laughs> no the, and I can uh, understand that I thought they played really well that night they, yeah. beat, they beat Chelmsford and Farnborough in the space of a few days yeah uh, Farnborough 4-2 no, yeah. three one. Yeah, three nil. Three nil. Three nil. And Chelmsford two one. And all right, we, we we got the winner right at the end. Yeah, with an own goal, no goal, I think. It, it was, was, it was the own goal that hit the guy's head. Came and up over that's the top. It. That's it. Yeah. And one or two people went. I, I thought we deserved to win that night. Yeah. I, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was a tight game yeah. and a very good game. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I remember thinking we'd beaten a decent side yeah. there. Yeah. And, we, and we, it looked at the time as if we were just about getting going. And you think, hallelujah, after all the ups yeah. and downs and the disappointing defeats, it looked like we were just getting on a yeah. bit of a roll. Then we had another dip. Um, but it was a good game and I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And they, they're, they're, you know, they're, I thought they would be higher in the table than they are now. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're 10th at the moment. They're eight points behind us at the moment. Um, that was the start of Brett McGavin's run of great goals, wasn't it? That wasn't that the first yeah. one. That was the first of them. Um, we went third that day, beating them. We <laughs> went into third place, and then, as you say, we dropped away like a, a stone. Mm. Um, but they, and what else have I written down? Jazzy Barn and Bob. They still have in their squad. Jazzy Barn and yeah. Bob. The, the, the league situation is, is, is quite interesting at the moment, isn't it? I mean, obviously, it's good news that Torquay are back up to second place. It's good news that the gap to Yeovil is down to seven points. Um, uh, interestingly, um, Yeovil, <laughs> look, they're, they're going to win a couple of games fairly soon, aren't yeah. they? And it may well yeah. get them going again. Um, but they're in, was it six points out of 15 they've taken? Mm -hmm. I think something like that. Mm -hmm. And against teams that you wouldn't necessarily believe that they would... No, obviously yeah. Hampton and Richmond are in great form at the yeah. moment and yeah. they got a draw there on Saturday. Maidstone, who were second before the weekend, yep. have lost Levi Manchi, their big tall centre-forward, to Bromley, who look like they're throwing a few bob at trying to get in the Football League this yeah. season. Um, how do you replace a six-foot-four-inch, 20-goal centre-forward? be interesting to see how they go over the next <laughs> yeah. few weeks. It sounds like weeks. a... a, a, a um, a reality show, if ever I heard. <laughs> well, it, it's sort of interesting that, isn't it? Uh, Maidstone, I think we've all thought, especially the way they beat, they've beaten us twice already this yeah, season. Yeah. Well, they'll definitely be there. And then you go, well, hold on, where yeah. do they get those goals from? Yeah. All of a sudden, and we've um, we've still got that business that Gary talks about of all, a whole new nucleus of the team to come back. Yes. Uh, he did make the very good point, I thought, 
that even when they get these some of the, some or, yeah. or most or all eventually of these players back, they're not going to be match fit. No, that's right. They're going yeah. to have yeah. to, you know, even somebody like Tom Lapsley, who yeah. we assume is fit virtually 365 <laughs> days yeah. of the year from a term, in terms of running around, he will have been out for mm. what a month, but yeah. best yeah. part yeah. of um, uh, these. You know, they can't just. Yeah, okay, back in training on Monday, do a bit more Tuesday, Wednesday, right, Thursday, ready to go, ready to go yeah. on Saturday. That, that is, <clears throat> that's not going to happen. No. And these players are going to need, uh, you know, I mean, obviously they're pretty proper rehab after their injuries. Um, we checked on Saturday, Brad Ash, six to eight weeks, ankle fracture. I didn't know that. Um, yeah, I yeah. Didn't, he's, sorry, he's I didn't pick that up. He's fractured a bone in his ankle oh, in that no. tackle, yeah. uh, and there's some ligament damage, so he's out for six to eight weeks. That's our leading scorer, um, uh, Jack Stobbs, four to six weeks with yeah. his hamstring tear, plus Jarvis Hall, yeah. Dawson, yeah. Lapsley, uh, Finley Crask is still out. Yeah, um, Dan Martin was on the bench. On Dan Martin today, was yeah. on the bench, so you'd hope that he's sort of mm. coming back into it. But I th- we all feel that young Archie Harris has done well. pretty yeah, well exactly. down the left-hand exactly. side there. Yeah. So, but all those lads, you know, they, as soon as they get back into training, it's going to take them, uh, you know, a, w- a week or two before they can mm. get uh, back in. So, we're all hoping for these players to come back fairly soon. And all through September, October, November, you're thinking, well, just Christmas, New Year, New Year. I think it's going to be, Could be a while, at least it? the middle of, of, of January. At least February the 13th. Yeah, for, <laughs> <laughs> um, before some, if yeah. not the bulk of, the, yeah, of yeah. these lads are, are back. Um, I, in and, some ways, um, I think, I mean, we do it every week and, and, and so do the club uh, interviewees. But in some ways... Asking this question every week to Gary, he must drive him nuts because it drives us nuts. What can he say, really? <laughs> I know. He knows. Yeah. He no. knows as much as how long as, a piece of stuff. Yeah, 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 that yeah. People's bodies react differently to all yeah. sorts. So. Yeah. But the good news is that Argyle might let us play Will Jenkins Davis for a full ninety minutes. This year. <laughs> well, he's, apparently he's, he's allowed to unless yeah. he gets recalled by the new manager. Yeah. Of course, yeah, yeah, that'll be interesting. Oh, <laughs> oh Rich, you've thrown that one in. I hadn't I thought, thought about, about that. that. Oh, just, it literally just yeah. occurred yeah. to me. But if it's Neil Warnock, then he'll, he'll definitely let us keep <laughs> oh, him, yeah. won't he? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be Mark Cooper, apparently, yeah. according to all. Uh, sorry, Steve Cooper, according to all the. Uh, oh. the um, it's Neil Warnock. Anybody who's out of a job. Anybody who's out of a job at the moment. Yeah, quite odd. Odd move. For, for Schumacher do you think or not I mean obviously his, his wages have probably gone up quite a bit etc but call me old fashioned yeah he's the manager of Plymouth Argyle the ground's packed every week he's just won the League One Championship he's yeah. taken him into the, um, into the Championship mm-hmm. even if they go down he doesn't get sacked yeah if he keeps got them up got a good bowl accounts if he keeps them up they're all good chairman when you're, top, when you're yeah, winning yeah true uh, <laughs> if he keeps them up he can have the freedom of the city yeah. and what sort of jobs might have come in in the summer yeah. if he keeps them up. I, I, I hope nothing against him and I wish him all the luck in the world. He's going to a sacking club that's, where they've got through point. managers, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, like cups of sugar, you know, for, for yeah. the last, what, four or five years? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I'd have waited. I think it's, yeah, it it's easy for me very, to say good offer. A great offer and I'm not knocking sure all of that he's yeah. closer to home he's from you know yeah. he's a scouser uh, you know and there may be lots of reasons that we that we don't even know yeah. about as to why he's taken that decision 
It's, but, hit, um, it's hit the Argyle fans <clears throat> hard. They were um, well. Yeah, I don't think they were expecting anything, yeah, you know, like blue. that. You know, um, um, and to move to it, you know, he's moving. I think Argyle are entitled to Argyle fans are entitled to say, well, he's moving sideways. Yeah, you absolutely. Know, Stoke are yeah. no better than we are, no, no, no. and they're um, they're and they're playing. Right. You know, uh, some great stuff at the moment. They're getting results. Their home form is really home good terrific. they're about third or fourth in the league on yeah. home form aren't they? so uh, I mean look these things happen he's yeah. gone and that's the end of it but as soon as it happened sure. I went oh really yeah I think it's a shame yeah it's, anyway. it's a, I mean you, you just look up the road to the managers of left Exeter City recently after really good spells and being lured away and they've they've been out of jobs six months later mm. yeah that's true so, and that's Wayne true. Carlisle has left Rotherham has he? Wayne, he's left Rotherham now. Will he pop up with Matt Taylor at Bristol Rovers? I haven't yeah. heard whether um, quite yeah. possibly. he's actually quite possibly. made that move yet. But, uh, right. Moving on, Boxing Day, Truro. Home to Truro on yep. Boxing Day. They're 19th in the league now. They're 15 they, points behind us. They had a good win on Saturday. Yeah, they've yeah. won three of the last four. Have they? Yeah. They won three I like Western. Paul Watton. I mean, I speak to him a bit because I do the Cornish papers for, for Reach and... Um, I do like his honesty. He's a very honest manager. Um, possibly too much sometimes, but um, I, I wish him all the luck there. I do like yeah. him. What um, sort of gate do you think we'll get on Boxing Day? We all know if it was Yeovil, um, yeah, that speaks yeah, for itself. Yeah. But what, what well, sort I, of Truro, gate do you think? Truro probably won't bring very many. No. <laughs> I think that's, that's, that's diplomatic. Be diplomatic. Yeah. 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 Truro. So... You'd be looking at like, let's get the Three. gates back up over Three. two and a half. I, I, I think yeah. you might be pleasantly surprised how, how, how that United yeah. have finally hit a bit of form. Yeah, yeah. I, are, I've heard two apocryphal stories over the last few weeks of people who are coming home for Christmas, one family from abroad, yeah. and one from London. <clears throat> And they've all bought tickets, yeah. Uh, yeah. and we're talking like eight to ten tickets in, in yeah. over the two, the two families. It was just like, well, that's what we do. We're all, we're, yeah. we're going to play more on Boxing Day. So even though it's only Truro City, with all due respect, and not Yeovil Town yeah. or, or you know some of the great Boxing Day games we can remember, I th- I, th- I think there'll be at least three thousand there, and I think it might be a little bit more than that, especially if it's a decent day. Yeah. I mean, if it was Yeovil, there might be 4,000 there, but, but... Oh, I think, yeah, yeah. I think it'd be probably more than that. But, um, yeah, there we are. Fingers crossed. And Ryan Law among the goal scorers yes. for, Truro, for Truro at Western. Yeah. Uh, remember, too, that they've just been taken over and they've given new, a new contract to Tyler Harvey, uh, kept him at the club. Um, they've also signed full-time a chap that they had on loan for Oxford City. So they're, 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 they're moving in the right direction, it seems like. They're, yeah. they're, 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 they're the new... Uh, owners, Canadian owners, want to take them back to Cornwall as soon as possible. They've just got to get that crowd, that yeah. that, that, that crowd base up, haven't they? Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. with it's never the, going to happen when they're not playing in. Cornwall. It isn't. It isn't. Yeah. And and you know, if you're, what what's their average gate? Four hundred, something like that. Something like that. Not four, you know, no, okay. I mean, no. and it's not not their fault. And and you wish them all the best, but uh, until that. Until you, you can get from a club, an ambitious club, yeah. until you get your fan base up yeah. to 800, 1,000, whatever it is, 
How if, do you pay the bill? How if he keeps them the up bills? this season, it's been a good job. Oh, man. fantastic. Yeah. And they can sell themselves as Cornwall's team. When they go home, yeah. they become Cornwall's team. They yeah. build a bit of a fan base around yeah. that. Yeah. And fair play to them as well for the game down there on December the 30th at Belivo Park in Plymouth. It's a tenner a ticket, mm. which yeah. I think is brilliant. Mm. They could have profiteered on that. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Torquay fans are used to paying more wherever they go, but it's a tenner a ticket. Mm. At I will, I will uh, hang a caveat to all this talk about playing at Blyford Park on December the 30th. That pitch doesn't take much to get games called off on it. Okay, <laughs> keep an eye on that one pretty closely. <clears throat> so that's the, the, the matches taken care of. I'm going to start the quiz with your first question. Right, there are mince you haven't pies given me here, time that's... to limber up. Anybody can hear any sound effects. It's Rich and I girding our loins. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what girding our loins means. Gird them. <laughs> so the format of the quiz, there will be... I'm looking get... at the mince pies, and as a diabetic, I'm feeling giddy I, already. thoughtless of me. I'm no, very sorry. sorry. No phones on tables. No phones well, on apart tables. Apart from the one that's recording this. You'll get... <laughs> You'll get route two questions, so oh, I'm going to give yes. you two questions each. What was it? What was that program called? Quiz ball. Quiz ball. Quiz ball. Uh, and then a little bit later on, we'll do route one, and then there'll be a penalty shootout. Okay. Whatever happens. All right. So we better toss this world. Oh, I nearly showed you the answers. And toss this World Cup coin, Richard. Call heads or tails. Heads. Heads. It is. Do you want to go first or second? I'll go first. Right. Route two question. You need to get both of these questions right to score a goal. Oh. Which two teams? were promoted from National League North last season. We talked about this on the podcast last week. Did we? We did. <laughs> I've got a very short memory. Okay, so... Um, oh, God. Not even one's coming to me. Hang on a second, hang on a second. I don't look at the National League anymore. No, well, they came <coughs> up from National League North... And they're in the bottom four of the national. Uh, league at you, the yeah, you, you ran through the you ones. Through yeah, um, I'm not going to get that. It's, it's an air shot. It's Kidderminster and filed. Of course it is. Yeah, it would have taken me hours to get that. I'll give you the second half of the question anyway. Go on. I'll give your question comes in a minute. <laughs> um, who got? No, hang on, no, 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 that's not a Talkie United question. Well, it's. Kind I thought of, it was a Talk United quiz. Don't quibble. complain about the questions. Quibble about my questions. <laughs> yeah. On February the tenth this year, who knocked us out of the FA Trophy? That was Yeovil. No. Oh, they, this. The this year, they, they, they in February the February the tenth. So early, last season's year. FA Trophy. Oh God, you could, I'm not going to remember that either. My, we played them twice. We I played them on COVID. two successive weekends. We did, and it was. Oh, goodness gracious You've got me. too much Christmas spirit. Yeah, I'm not going to get it. Dave? Bromley? No, Barnet. Bar oh, oh, I knew it was, we played Barnet. them twice in this race, a bit like we did Yoga. I was thinking it was yeah. someone below us, but they were in the same yeah. division. I knew it was yeah. B, and I, 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 I just, yeah. Oh, dear, dear. So it's Dolwich at the moment, Dave. Our furthest away trip this season is 276 miles. Where to? I know this one, because it's about Torquay United. Well, it's either Dover or Braintree, and which one is it? Braintree. Braintree oh. is correct. Oh. And your second part of your question, when we drew two each with Derby in the FA Cup last season, who scored our last-minute equaliser? Will Goodwin. Will Goodwin is correct. Wow. So Dave leads by one goal to nil. Unsurprised. Going, going into the second phase. 
Hope you've had a go at that at home as well. Who scored United's first goal that day? It was a penalty. Was it Asa Hall? Yeah. 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 I asked the question. <laughs> right. Sean Donnellan. Come on, Huey about, Green. Let's talk about Sean Donnellan, and then we'll talk about the online forum. Uh, if, in case you've missed it, Sean Donnellan has left Plainmore. He's gone to Livingston in the Scottish Premier League. We'll talk about that in a minute as well, mm-hmm. what a, what, whether that's, whether the National League South and the Scottish Premier League are of a similar level or not, who knows. But the circumstances are interesting. We asked Gary about it. Gary was very forthcoming uh, during the press conference. It was a pre-contract arrangement, which I hadn't come across before. Which I don't think anyone else knew about apart from... Which exists between England and Scotland. Yeah. So, but the Scottish clubs, presumably... Um, can approach English players uh, within the final year of their contract probably mm. um, and offer to, to is, this, is this the Bosman thing no I don't no? Know. Yeah, know. Sure. who knows I don't, I don't know I mean presumably that means that we can go to a Scottish club and, and um, sign a couple <laughs> and, of players for next season yeah um, yeah so um, Livingston are interested in Sean D- yeah. Donnellan um, they approach him stroke Torquay, he's up for it. Yeah, and they can they come back to Torquay. We we are going under the rules to offer him a pre-contract agreement. Um, what Torquay eventually react to that? Yeah. Uh, by the sound of it, Gary goes well. If he's if he doesn't want to play for us long term, then we'll do something. Cheerio. Else. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then and then and then the January the first thing happens then quite yeah yeah and so um, he's available to play for <coughs> Livingston against Hearts on January the 2nd apparently okay. only and, because um, Torquay have agreed that yeah, they, yeah, they could have yeah. dug their heels in and, and, yeah, and, and yeah. put them on gardening leave to the end of the season I guess um, we did ask in the circumstances because neither club had referred to this in the statement whether there's a fee involved um, Gary didn't feel able to give us a definite answer no. on that but uh, the, the, there's we understand that there may be some benefit to United in terms of possibly an add-on, mm-hmm. um, i.e. how he gets on at Livingston, yeah. how they do, etc., 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 etc. I think it's one of these things, isn't it? Once a player wants to go somewhere else, mm. you have to yeah. find a way to make that happen. Yeah, yeah. Because you can't have him sat on his backside paying no. him a pretty decent well, Gary wage. Gary did, did say one of the he was biggest one of the, earners. He was one of the top yeah. earners. Mm-hmm. You find a way to <laughs> yeah. get over that situation. Yeah. And you, you can't play. I mean, I know it does happen that players play in the Premier League when they're moving to Lokomotiv Leipzig in the summer yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, but you can't have a player playing who's who's wanting away, whose mind is half on buying a house in Scotland. Mm. It's um, it, the, 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 the elephant in the room. Is, is he good enough to play in the Scottish Premier League? Well, this is weird, isn't it? Because there's quite a long list. Compiled with the help of Julian, obviously. Well done, Julian. Um, although there's one that you've got, you've, you've <laughs> the, got sticky uh, in your mouth. I'm eating a mince pie. Yeah. Well, it's Christmas, so I thought it wouldn't be the same audio experience for our <laughs> listeners if at least one of us didn't try and eat a mince pie. There are a lot of players who've left Torquay and have played at high levels in Scotland. Yeah. Jaden Stockley, Aberdeen. Ryan Bowman at Motherwell. Max Sheaf at Ross County. The in- enigma that is Manny Duku at Wraith Rovers and then Inverness Cali. Aaron Jarvis had a loan at Falkirk. These are some going back a little bit. Jackson Longridge, Hamilton Academicals. 
He was a Scottish lad anyway, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keelan O'Connell had a loan at St Mirren. Sean McGinty is captain of Air United. Absolutely, and has been up there for yeah. much longer than we thought, hasn't he? He's yeah. been there for, what, he was, he five, to, six years mm-hmm. now? Yeah, he went to Partick Thistle, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. Jack Stobbs had a brief spell at Livingston. Craig Easton, Livingston. And Angus MacDonald, of course. He's 31 now and he's playing for Aberdeen. So... Yeah, but have, the, have, have any of those been outrageous successes in, in, in you know in, in in Scotland in that league? Ryan Bowman um, did quite well. Ryan Bowman did quite well, well but then but then, but then right. but then he came back to yeah, yeah. Yeovil. Yeah. So yeah, are we equating yeah, that level? Yeah. Mm. There's two teams in Scotland. If you're not playing for those two teams, then then you're probably playing mm. Championship League One level, aren't you? It's but to go from National League South level. I mean, Livingston have obviously seen something in Sean Donnellan, and good luck to him. We're not running down Sean Donnellan here at all. He's a, he's a nice chap, and I hope he does really well. But it's just it's a surprise. It's it bizarre. came completely out of left field. Yeah, it's a bizarre one. You'd have thought he might have got a move to Dagenham and Redbridge or somewhere like that. Which was like the, other, the other rumour. Yeah. yeah. Well, over the last few weeks, uh, you know, we've all been digging, or I certainly have been, you know, what's going on, because he was clearly out in the cold and Gary wasn't mm. going to play him. Um, and then... Uh, uh, I managed to, you know, one or two people said to me, "Oh, Dave, you'll be surprised where he's going, where he'll probably end up." And I was going, "Oh well." So he obviously it wasn't going to be. It was not likely to be a move within the national league mm. because that could have happened straight away. Yeah. So as soon as you knew that, you thought, right, this is a January job. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, got another little hint that it might be out of the country. Uh, and I don't suppose I, d- I didn't think that he was going Napoli. to go to <laughs> going to Napoli or Juventus, and then you start thinking about Scotland, don't you? Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Um, and sure enough, that's where it's. I didn't know where he was going, no. but um, no, I, it's it we is w- a surprise. We wish him well, and we wish him well. Absolutely. Let's move on because we, oh, one other thing, of course, he will find that one of his teammates at Livingston is Joel Nublay. Yes, that's right. So I watched. Uh, Rangers and Celtic occasionally because uh, I've got a Rangers fan and a Celtic fan in my house so I noticed he was playing for them and yeah. uh, to look him up I wondered if he was his he brother, brother. his, his brother. Wikipedia page yeah. would have been busy this week because I looked him up Julian looked him up looked <laughs> him up so he's got some hits on his Wikipedia page this week we'll talk about the online forum in a moment but Richard you're itching to get the scissors you ready come on the second this is against all my this is the second World it. Cup 1970 World Cup coin. Thank World you, Cup thank coin. you, Mike. Again, opening the packet. Oh, good sound effects. Good mince pie, by the way. Well, I can't get into it. It's so crispy. Yeah, mm. from all those now, years. Now I've not got my We're glasses talking on, guys. 52, 53 years yeah. ago. I've not got my glasses on, so if I don't recognise, you have to it. tell us: is it I a forward or a defender? I can't see. I'm going to have to hand no. it over to Guy. Guy can do the quiz again. It is. Oh, it's um. A Nottingham Forest player. Ooh. I think a Nottingham Forest. If I get this wrong, I've done you up the garden path. I believe he's an, he was a Nottingham Forest player. Playing for Nottingham Forest at the time. Oh, that I is can't a, think of her. It's a very posh sounding name as well. Oh. Yeah, I know what you mean. I can't remember his name. <laughs> it's um, not quite Forbes, Phillips and Masters, but... Uh, no, but it's... Oh. Forward or defender? Or I midfield? Would, I would put him as a... A half-back, possibly. A half-back. Oh, half <laughs> Marvellous. What, isn't what's it? that? Isn't it marvellous? Was it Henry Newton? No, he might not have been Nottingham Forest. I might have got this completely wrong. Oh, right. Shall I tell you who it is? And you can tell me yeah, if I've got the club yeah, right or wrong? Yeah, go ahead. Ian Storymore. 
Oh wow, he was in that squad. I, I don't think he actually went in the end. Oh, I think these he was were Forrest, yeah. Forrest. Oh yes, he was. He yeah, was. yeah, yeah absolutely. Winger, uh, right. bloody good winger, very quick. Um, I, I, that's. I don't think he actually went in the final squad. Oh, well. So this is an. That's this a is collector's a, item. Yeah, though. quite. Yeah. Yeah. Who did not I won Christmas. Welcome. You've won Christmas. Well the on, the <coughs> online forum, chaps. Fifty-two minutes. Yep. Uh, commend it to you. What we're going to do here is break briefly. Because some of the questions were quite direct. I asked Ian how he felt about asking some of those questions this morning, and he said it was a bit, a bit nerve-wracking when when you've got four people yeah, staring were... back at you who are all more or less your bosses, <laughs> and you're asking questions that have been sent in. Have a listen to this before we carry on. This is one of the questions that was posed particularly about the management of the team. Mark, Dominic and Oliver. Uh, are next with the uh, the question and they have asked do you accept that sticking with Gary Johnson was a mistake last season last season was an abject failure for which the management team should have paid their, paid the price with so many bright young coaches looking for an opportunity why did you entrust this season to a manager that many will say is living off past glories with fans looking at these recent poor performances why are we not allowed to say whether or not Gary is uh, Gary in or out due to the, due to the bans I'll, I'll answer that one. We have the best manager uh, to do the job we're looking for. This is the best manager sat next to me to take us through the leagues and to the year, into the EFL. In relation to the bans, um, a number of people have been banned for criminal offences. And those that are being banned by the football club are, are those individuals that have taken the football club's good name and the good name of our excellent supporters into disrepute. I don't apologise for that and none of the board apologise for taking those steps and we'll continue to do that. But to answer the main question, we have the right manager for the job. So I think it's fair to say no punches pulled. Yeah, and, and, and about time? Yeah, absolutely. I've, I've watched the whole thing. I find it very interesting. I think it worked. There's no substitute for a face-to-face fan. No, there is no. That's the only thing that's missing is the fact mm. that you can have interaction and, and, and back and forth. But yeah. apart from that... But if we're not going to have one of those, <clears throat> this is absolutely the next best thing. It was Mel Heyman, Clark Osborne, Gary Johnson, George Edwards yeah. sitting in a row and Ian firing the questions at them. And a lot of the questions... I, I was sceptical on this podcast about whether the right questions would be yeah. asked and if somebody well, well, sent in an awkward question, whether it would yeah, be asked. Yeah. And I was wrong to be sceptical because all the questions that we thought should be asked were asked. But it, but it also highlights for me why that should have happened mm. before anyway. Mm. Um, what were they afraid of? This, 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 whole, this whole process should have happened before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, it hasn't. Because uh, and, and would I, it not, I, and I, would and it not happening made it even more a problem, a, more of a bubble? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, something always fills a vacuum. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, and uh, I, we can all sit and think about why uh, Clark Osborne <coughs> and George Edward adopted this sort of policy. I think it has a fair bit to do with this is the first proper football club they've ever owned. Um, they've always run businesses which weren't in the public eye before and I just think they struggled with how to handle this level of you know um, expectation this level of 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 interest Um, and and by not handling it very well they ended up you know in with quite like you say like a toxic situation and they find they've reacted to it eventually once they've reacted Um, to it i think they've done quite a good job on that fans forum yeah yeah yeah. and i think i think it's 
<laughs> football club chairman, if you're not top of the league and mm. winning every week, um, fans get start being critical of every aspect of the club. Understandably, understandably so. And in those circumstances, quite often, the chairman can't, or the chairman or the owner, even the manager sometimes, he, he can't say anything to make everything all right. Because no matter what he says... Yeah. Uh, oh, mm. by the way, we yeah. lost again last Saturday. Uh, you know, and, yeah. and yeah. That, that's the difference between all these other aspects. Torquay United's got FC behind it. Football club. Yeah. So they could be running the greatest all singing, all dancing operation in history, etc., etc., etc. If we get relegated, and we're bottom of the National League South. Yeah. The club's pants. Yeah. And the, and that's the same for every club, not just not just Torquay. Yeah. And it's also as as, as you, I think you both said before on the podcast, if they were running Bay's Brewery or something like that, we wouldn't expect them to face their customers and answer difficult questions about their strategy going ahead. Even if you're a fan of the beer. Even if you're which I, which I very much am. <laughs> um if football club's different. Yeah. Football club yeah. and I don't Completely think different. they've I've, I've, quite I've, got that. I've heard it now. said a couple of times by people talking about this that that fans aren't a football club, but I, I wholly disagree about that. Oh, mm. fans that, are a football yeah, club. Fa- it, it yeah. stops. It, it starts. If the middle fan, and ends, you've got to be fans. careful. Yeah. yeah, and and if if there's one thing you know that that probably may not have been dealt with and still hasn't been dealt with, it's this. It's the question to to Clark. Why don't you come to matches? Mm. Because. That his his non attendance at matches for possibly very good reasons, uh, and I uh, is it it's it just creates yeah. an issue yeah. where where one, now nobody expects him to turn every single week or whatever. I think it'd be nice to see him there every single week, and I think actually if he had turned up a bit more regularly okay it might have been some people having a bit of a go but he wasn't a bad chairman when we were all off to Ashton Gate to, no. to contest the, no. the, the, the final he, you know no matter how much money a chairman puts in he can't wave a magic wand over what happens on the pitch and if you want to go into the, reason, in, into the territory of well you've got to get rid of the manager if it's not happening you then go down the road of hang on a minute we've got a pretty experienced manager who's got a very good track record He's, you know, yeah. done pretty well for us up to now. If you talk United sacked Gary Johnson, just as now Plymouth Argyle are looking, I know they haven't sacked Jimmy, uh, but they're now looking around for yeah. a manager. And when you appoint a manager at a football club, the board and everybody else crosses their fingers and hopes for the best. Mm. Now, you know, do you want to go down that road? Get rid of Gary Johnson, who we all know... You know, is managing a club at a certain level. There aren't unlimited amounts of money. No, no. Uh, you know, etc., etc. Et We're in a difficult part of the world to get players. We've dealt with all of this o- over the years. Are you better off, actually, as Clark Osborne and George Edwards said at the forum? No, we're sticking with a manager yeah. who we think is a damn good manager and 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 is and is and is as good a bet, if not better, than anyone else to do the job. Yeah. There is um, interesting thought on the actual timing of the forum is that the, the timing of the announcement of the forum came when we were at a low ebb um yeah albeit we won that game against tambridge but it was it was it was the sitting now mm. yeah a lot of flag flying the sitting the sit in wasn't necessarily the the, the the most devastating sitting ever but i think the f- the fret of the sit-in worked more than the sit-in itself yeah mm. 
comes around to the online forum and we're on a really good run. We're back up to second. And so that was a good time for that to happen too mm. because mm. there is less pressure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, imagine and that fans forum if we were if we were closing in on the on the relegation zone yeah. then it'd be a different yeah, maybe yeah. a different reaction and, and, with the same was, questions. And it was interesting that, that it, it it was recorded before last weekend. <laughs> Right. Um, okay. So yeah, thinking about the bit about the corner kick defending. Well, that and also <laughs> the fact that I think Gary referred to the fact that we were four points, you know, yeah, 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 or yeah, whatever yeah. it was, uh, four, we were fourth in the table yeah. or something like that. Obviously, we're second now. <clears throat> and also, from, from a purely personal point of view, I was approached a few weeks ago by somebody who was fairly aggressive mood, pinned me against the wall, metaphorically speaking, and said, why haven't you reported that Gary Johnson has got shares in, Tor- in Torquay United? And I said, because I don't know, I am, I am yeah. not 100% sure that he has got shares in, in Torquay United. Well, I think we. <laughs> I, I shan't be going back to him to say. <laughs> and I, I did say, and he, and he was very insistent. Um, I know that he, you know, that yeah. he's definitely got. A lot of people know a lot of things now. They do. They yeah. do. They do. They do. So uh, that's a little <laughs> yeah. um, rumor that's been uh, that's been lifted. Um, so the online forum is fifty-two minutes long. It's on YouTube. It's on the club website. It's Christmas. There's nothing else on. You might as well watch the forum if you haven't seen it yet. It's um, it's worth a watch. Yeah, it's on Netflix next week, by the way. It should be, shouldn't it? <laughs> Who's going to play Gary Johnson? Um, I you know, like, if you have a shave, Brian I might, Cox. I might be alright. <laughs> Brian, <laughs> Brian Cox. Brian Cox. Which Succession. one? Succession. Which one? All right. Wrong accent. Sorry. <laughs> the Succession one, though. He would make a good Gary Johnson, wouldn't he? There you go. Right, your Route One questions, Ooh. gentlemen. <clears throat> um, these, are these are tougher, aren't they? They should be they tougher. They can't be tougher yeah. then. Richard, you're going first, isn't oh, you? Oh, am I? Won, won the toss last okay. time. Aaron Jarvis yes. was our top scorer in 22-23. Uh, how many goals? No, it's not that. Which player had the most assists? Oh, okay. I know it's guesswork, but I think you, yeah, you might get there. Okay. I'm just trying to think. I hate these quizzes. I hate these quizzes. Hate I quizzes just, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I love quizzes. I just don't like other people to hear my <laughs> my answers. Um, I, I, I'm struggling. Uh, I'm going to go with Tom Lapsley. Correct. Yeah. Goal for Richard, the equaliser. That is what I would have said. <laughs> yeah, I was Driven torn between Lapsley I was trying to think of wingers, but I couldn't think of yeah. someone who was there. Well, Stobbs wasn't here for yeah. the whole season. So. If someone, someone was there long yeah. enough to build up yeah. Their, yeah. their numbers. Yeah. There you oh go. Dear, You've I'm driven not, that one in from the edge of the box. Yes. Yeah. That, uh, stay, oh, it's you. one all. It's one yeah. all. Oh. One all. Uh, it's all, all along, talkyfanstats.com have got our back on this, by the way. Very and, good. Um, that's all this is. So, Dave, your route one question. Deep intake. Theoretically, this is to win the game, but you're going to penalties anyway. But to win the match, Ollie Tomlinson's goal at Froome was our 50th goal of the season. Oh, yeah, you're right. Who got our first? Dover away. Oh, I know who it was. Um, I think it was Asa Hall. He got the second, did he? He got the second. It was an own goal. It was an own goal by Chevron McLean at Dover. So it's a one-all draw. It's almost as if we fixed it, isn't it? <laughs> it's funny because I wrote out the goal scorers. I knew uh, I knew Ada had scored. I was, and I was losing track, yeah, uh, of, yeah. uh, and I hadn't written them out, so oh, I wrote them out. Hang on my Saturday. head in shame. Hang Penalty shootout coming up very very soon. But first, a couple of just a little bit of housekeeping. Any this is possibly business? the longest podcast we've ever it done. Could, uh, Julian's getting the record books out as we speak. I think we're over the hour. Yeah, but um, just a, a little bit of 
mopping up. Scott Rendell on target again for AFC Totten against Winchester. Yep. Reese Mitchell, who we had on loan for a while, scored for Harrow Borough against Basingstoke. I forget who he came from. Was he Wimbledon? You've asked Dave a question with a no, mince sorry, pie in his mouth. I can't do that, Mum. I've got I did that on purpose. Mince pie, yeah. <laughs> and Brett Williams, Brett, you have written about this, Rich. Brett Williams scored two and missed a penalty yeah. for Bashley at Tavistock. Yeah. No, I don't do the Plymouth papers. Win. So that's Tavistock's Plymouth paper. So should we head into the penalty shootout? Let's go for it. Right. I've got me... Uh, me How does this work? Me Adidas has Just been dubbined up. Uh, as it's penalty shootout, this is a Kieran Trippier moment. <laughs> we have a resident goalkeeper, Philippe Chalupnijak, is out in the garden. Oh waiting no! To, um, waiting to save your. <laughs> That's penalties. where he went. And you all looked. <laughs> well, he's not out in the garden. Uh, since 1993, 30 years ago, 25 mm. different players have been named Player of the Season. Oh, okay. What I want you to do is to name one of them, Until and if you get one that's on the list, it's scoring a penalty. And if you don't. Then you've missed. And it works like a normal penalty shootout, five and then sudden death. Works like a normal penalty five. shootout. 1993. Okay. So Richard, you won the toss earlier on, so you're going first. Okay, well I'm so going to go with Luke Young. Luke Young. That's a safe one, tucked into the corner, Richard, 1-0. He won it three times, by Yeah, way. that's a very safe one. <laughs> I'm going to go Neville Southall. Neville Southall is correct. That's the equalising penalty for Dave. Okay, let's go. For those of you playing at home, I will go through the full list at the end, by the way, just like Richard Osman does on Pointless. You'll get all of them at the end. Let's do a David Graham. Oh, David Graham won it twice. That yeah. is correct. It's actually harder than you think. Um, mainly because he took so long to send the trophy back. Bayo Bayo Akin Fenwa is correct. He won it immediately after David, David Graham. Graham yeah. Yeah. Um, did we ever get the trophy back? Uh, yes. Did I the beast did, ever yeah, send yeah, it back? Yeah. Okay. In that case, um, just trying to think around certain areas. Um, let's go with Lee Mansell. Lee Mansell also won it three times. Yeah. Another penalty for Richard. Philip Chalupnijak hasn't got near any <laughs> yes, has he? Sean MacDonald. Oh, Sean well McDonald done. is correct. 3-3. Three, three. Oh, okay. Um, I've got one. I can see his face. I can see him <laughs> holding it. I cannot remember his name, well, which is really think of someone annoying. someone else. Then. Yeah, no, I know. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, Let's go for a Kevin Hill. Kevin Hill won it twice. Kevin Hill won it twice. Four penalties to three. Dave t steps up to take his fourth penalty. This could go on all day. Connor <laughs> Lemon Hay Evans. Connor Lemon Hay Evans is mm, correct. Okay. It's the all important fifth penalty, Rich. Oh no, is it? Oh, this is the one I, I shoot over. Um, okay. Uh, Uh, see, I can see someone holding this trophy, but I don't think it's the. I'm not sure if it. There was a, a short-lived net fans one. Oh, it's just the. I think this is. I'm gonna, fans, oh yeah, yeah, no, I'm just trying to work yeah. out. If we, yeah, uh, there was, wasn't there? It's, it's a stab in the. It's a stab in the dark. It's. It, I'm. I'm. I'm 
gonna clog it over the bar, I think, but I'm gonna go for Chris Brandon. There is no, no. Chris Brandon okay. on this list. Dave, the, this is it. This is the deciding penalty. Is this to win it? Yeah. This is to win it. To be the champion of Christmas. And then you can tell me who the player I'm thinking of is because oh, right. as soon as I can tell you who he, you know, his history. I've got, an, I've got a smarmy grin on my face. Okay. I know, you're going uh, for a penanka here, aren't you? I'm yeah. going for a penanka. I'm yeah, 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 going, going for one that... I've, I've given Philip the eyes. <laughs> yeah. Charlie Oatway. Charlie Oatway oh, well is done. correct. <laughs> well done. Dave, you win the penalty shoot. Now, who's the Port Vale captain? Oh, Smith. Ah, uh, Nathan, Nathan Smith. Smith. That's who I could I see him holding it. Go yeah, for, yeah, I yeah. thought that's the one you were going I to could go see, for. I could see him holding it. I just couldn't register the name I, I couldn't. I couldn't let this festive <laughs> podcast go without mentioning the name of Charlie Oatway. Come on, give us a listen. So if, anybody, if anybody's been playing this at home, they'll be thinking, thank heavens they finished that. <laughs> Inside 10 penalties, I can get on with my Christmas shopping. The players who have won player of the season who we didn't mention, Darren Moore. Darren yes. Moore was my next one. Paul Trollope. Oh yes, Lee Barrow, Ooh, Alex Watson, oh, John nice. Gittins, of course, Jimmy Agri. Oh wow, I should have known that. Yeah, Kevin Dearden. Kevin Dearden. Oh, what a great! That's a good shout, isn't it? Chris Hargreaves. Oh, I wasn't sure whether he had. He, you he know, I mean, he obviously deserved to win it, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Steve Woods. Yes. Yeah. Guy Branston. Mm-hmm. The one who won't ever offer to make you a cup of coffee at training again. Aaron Downs, of course. Ooh. Christian Pierce, okay. Yes, yeah. Jamie Reed. Oh, that was obvious. Yeah. Ben Whitfield. Okay. Ooh. And last year, Aaron Jarvis. Wow. So those are those. I don't know why I didn't go for Aaron Jarvis. And which name yeah. is is unbelievably missing from that list? Go on. Alex, Alex Russell. Russell. Yeah. Alex Russell. Yeah. And Matt Hockley's are. not on there either. Eh? Matt Hockley's not on there either. <laughs> yeah. And that closes the book on that. That closes <laughs> the book on that. Listen, we have taken up a lot of your time. Far I just, just want to finish. I found a picture this morning which I shared with the walking football lads. You remember in the old days, the football magazines always used to have a cheesy picture on the front of a player dressed as Santa. Yep. The shoot edition in December 1972 and George Best, dressed as Santa, holding one of those orange footballs that they used to play with in the snow. Can you begin, oh, it's got the headline on it, How I'll Be Spending Christmas by George Best. Can you even begin Whoa. to imagine <laughs> what, what the story Best, was inside, yeah. December 1972, he was absolutely in his pomp, was off there, the field. Was there any eggnog around? <laughs> <laughs> I imagine Miss Venezuela was around. Or something like that, but, um, wow. There you go. December 1972, yeah. George Best, How I'll Be Spending Christmas. Wow. We hope everybody out there has a really good Christmas. Have fun. Be kind to each other. We won't be podcasting next week between nope, Christmas and New Year. Off. We'll be back in the New Year. Thank you for We'll be back on the year. other side of... On the other side of Christmas and New Year. 2023. But we couldn't finish without the three-part harmony. Come, Come on, on, you, you yellows. yellows. Hang on, if we did that again, you did... That was far too quick for me. Ready? One more time. Come, Come on, on, you yellows. That was terrible. It was. Come on, you yellows. Flying high below the Wembley Archway sky today. Come on, you yellows.